First of all, I haven't recorded anything since 2019, uh, but I really want to thank the couple of people who've been listening over the last week or two. Uh, Surprisingly, the metrics have really jumped up. The reason for this is my podcast currently got relisted. I had taken everything down, but um, I'd previously been using Anchor FM and Spotify completed their acquisition, in-house all the tools, and it appears relisted zombie podcasts, uh, relisted as zombie podcasts, previous podcasts. Because I would like to delist them, but also fix some information, I have to record a new podcast to put up. Um, And who knows? Obviously, uh, the project that I had previously been doing has long since gone by the wayside. And, um, you know, who knows knows what what, what else there is. But I do want to know, I'm going to include, in order to meet the, the minimum length for episodes for publishing, I'm going to include a segment from October 31st, 2019, that is the strategy for how to play League of Legends DFS in 2019. Obviously, that's a before coronavirus, pre-COVID era, and things change drastically. Do not follow any of the advice, although actually the general advice is fine. Um, and if you had followed that, the lineup that I gave that day, you actually would have done very well because it was a double dog day in the semifinal of worlds. Uh, at that point I had not even watched a game of League of Legends and now that is a little different. Um, though I am not part of their organizational staff or anything else, I do highly recommend if you're looking for information on esports that you joined the esports department uh, Discord. You can find them on Twitter at twitter.com at the esports department. Uh, you can also still find me on Twitter at twitter.com, uh, whatever it is, free rolls underscore DFS, I think. And I do post uh, League of Legends projections and uh, poster stuff for LPL, LCK, LCS, and LEC, you know, whenever I feel like it, but pretty, pretty commonly recently. Anyways, uh, we're going to do a bump and then. I'm going to air that 12-minute segment that you should definitely not listen to. But if you are one of the people in Ireland or Germany who found my <laughs> almost four-year-old podcast the last couple of weeks and been listening to him, I just want to say thank you. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll do some stuff going forward. Why not? Why not uh, talk about some stuff and um, maybe bring this podcast back? But who knows? Uh, anyways, I appreciate you. Have a great next three and a half years if uh, I don't post anything again. If you stuck through this far, then you're probably interested in my strategy for League of Legends. The DK 7am Saturday League of Legends free roll pays 101 people. Currently there's 3,600 entrants, probably be around 4,000, so let's call it 4%. Your top 4% will be paid. Payouts are between 25 cents and $10. Those are in DK dollars. Essentially, it works similar to tennis. If you're not familiar with this, the idea is that there's a limited number of matches. In order to score the maximum amount of points, you generally want to pick the winners. For League of Legends, we're going to be picking seven slots from two matches. The maximum number of players per team that you can have is four. So, if we're able to pick the winners of the two matches, we would usually look at something like a 4-3 strategy. Four players from one winning team, three players from the other. In some cases, going back through the data, some lower-end and very rare GPP winners have had a 3-3-1 strategy. Now, I don't know this too well, 
But what I've had success with isn't that. And from what I've seen from numbers, I don't really think it's supported for any tournaments besides maybe best of one attorneys. So let's get into it a little more. If you're following along online, you'll see that there's two matches listed as IG, which is Invictus Gaming, versus FPX, or Fun Plus Phoenix. The second match is SKT, which is uh, SK Telecom Team 1, and uh, G2. So we just need to pick the winners of those two. In order to do that, what I rely on is Vegas Odds. Now this is definitely not a for sure thing, especially with these types of games, uh, because at this level, um, they can swing a bit. Unless you see really wide odds, uh, you could go either way. Here are the odds from Vegas. Uh, Fun Plus Phoenix is the underdog to Invictus Gaming. Invictus Gaming goes off at negative 138. Uh, FPX is plus 108. If you know how lines work. Uh, if not, Google that. Uh, but I, I just assume you do. But it means that Invictus is favored. If you were to bet $138 on them, you would get $100 back. Uh, whereas if you bet $100 on Fun Plus Phoenix, you get back $108 if they win. So the margin there is they're comparatively close together. Uh, when we look at the other match, SKT is heavily, more heavily favored. It's still not a wide favorite. Uh, at negative 180, whereas G2 is the underdog at plus 145. So my strategy here in picking the two teams in a free roll or a GPP where less than 5% is going to cash in order to create variance but still stick with a winning model like the 4-3 model is to pick one underdog and one favored. Just based on how, just based on the odds, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take SKT. They're the most favored, means they're most likely to have a blowout. But you could go the other way here and take G2 because since there's the widest gap there, they would be the biggest upset. So that may be the better leverage play for other people using a similar strategy. But I'm going to take SKT. And then I'm going to take uh, the underdog, Fun Plus Phoenix, in the other matchup. And we're going to try and get four from one team and three from the other. Uh, pretty straightforward from here when we go to build a lineup. If you're familiar with the captain style of lineups, we're going to pick a captain. That captain is going to, we're going to have to pay one and a half times their regular salary, but they're going to score one and a half points. One and a half is the multiplier for their points. Generally, for League of Legends, the ADC position is going to be the highest scorer. So, since we're only picking from two teams, we just need to pick... There is a budgeting thing, of course, a budgeting element here for lineups, but I assume you understand that. But we just need to pick who we think is going to score the most points and see if we can make a lineup work with that. Because if we can afford the person that's going to score the highest... That would give us the overall upside unless our lowest scoring player could be swapped for the other teams and create a better differential. Like if that makes sense, if the lowest scoring player would have a higher differential than the difference in points 
at one and a half times between these teams' two top players. Maybe don't worry about that. If it doesn't make sense to you right away, that's not a big deal. So we're just going to look at SKT and FPX. We've got Teddy and LWX are the ADC players for those teams. Teddy, I think, is the most expensive player on the slate. Um, so for the... We'll just take the most expensive player here. We'll go Teddy. Teddy's going to score the most points. Then, because we know we're picking from two teams, we know that the other ADC player, if we're going to do a 4-3 strategy, is going to be LWX. So let's go ahead and slot him in at the ADC. Then let's just go down the line. Um, at the top, let's see here. Do we like Khan or do we like Gimgoon? You can't trust the fantasy player, fantasy points per game column. With League of Legends, sometimes the matches are best of one, sometimes they're best of three, sometimes best of five. The points aren't differentiated by that. They're really fantasy points per match. And because some teams play in different tournaments or play different match styles more often, there's a variance. The best thing you can do if you want to compare them is to go through the history and find either similar opponents to see where they scored at, um, even per game, or um, just try to get a feel based on, like currently we're really in more of a tournament setup, so you could say, okay, uh, the average con scores more per um, set than Gemgoon has over the last period, and we could consider that to be higher usage. Or, you can just be super lazy and try and do all of the most expensive players between the two teams, and then if you come up short, just swap them around a little bit and just do the math. So, let's try that. Uh, based on the opponent ranking, and they're more expensive, let's take Khan as the top. And then when we go to JNG, which means jungle, uh, our options there are Clid and Teon. Well, let's see here. Um, the most expensive one is going to be Clid. So let's go ahead and jam him in there. Then at the mid, we have to choose between Faker and Doim. So let's go ahead and put Faker in. We already have our ADC set for our support. Now we already have four from SKT, so we have to take the FPX here. We would take Crisp, and the team would be FPX, Fun Plus Phoenix. And look at that. We managed to slot a 4-3. That's four SKT, three FPX. We used exactly dollar for dollar 100% of our salary. Now, I usually don't like to use 100% of the salary, so instead of that, I am going to switch out the jungle, and I'm going to switch out the mid, and I'm going to go a slightly different direction. So instead of having our ADC support and team all from FPX, I'm going to take the captain and top and team from SKT. Is that a better strategy? It's not. In fact, it's probably the worst of the two strategies. 
But if FPX does score the upset, we may end up in a slightly better position there if Teddy's still the overall highest scorer of the day. I hope that that makes sense. Uh, if you want me to give you the exact lineups, um, well, hopefully you've been following along. But the lineup that I'm looking at right now is Teddy, Khan, Tion, Doimb, LWX, Crisp, SKT1. And the lineup that we made before, I'll make it up real quick here, was Teddy, Khan, Clid, and Faker. Now, overall, those would be the preferred players. Clid and Faker are very popular. They tend to be high scorers. So as long as FPX comes out with the win there, you're in great shape. And even if they don't, LWX should carry enough points. It's one of the top expected point getters. Um, that hopefully, if it's not a blowout, you can carry through. My success in League of Legends has been mostly in the 6 to 8% range. Um, I'm really hoping to get a little bit better at this, but um, once you get the hang of this through a few free rolls, just like tennis, and I, I compare these, they're really underplayed games. There's a lot of money on the table, even though the payouts don't tend to be high because of repetition, meaning that a lot of people tend to have similar matchups because everyone uses a somewhat similar strategy to build their lineups. So you may have several people at like the 5 or 6 or 10 or 20 position. So your payouts can become slightly diminished that way. But the return on investment that I found on these has been pretty good. So that's League of Legends as I do it. Uh, let me know what you think, or if you have any questions, or maybe uh, I just don't know what I'm doing, and I'd be really interested in uh, hearing what you've had success with. I think that's going to do it for today. I wish you the best of luck this weekend. 